NASCAR season is here, and everyone on the Toyota racing team is doing their part to perform at the highest level. From driver Ty Gibbs to amateur musician Russell Viper, who's working on the perfect pre-race pump-up track for the team. Start those cameras up! Yeah! To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. This NASCAR season, every member of the Toyota Racing Team is doing their part to take the trophy home. Like 6th grader Melissa Kowalski, who changes true to true X on every true-false quiz she takes. All my teachers are Martin Truex Jr. fans now. Keep up the great work, Melissa. To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. This is the Sage Fruit Chili Bowl Nationals preview show by Winged Nation and Rip the Fence. Now, here are Steve Post, Tyler Burnett, and 2018 Chili Bowl Nationals champion, Christopher Bell. Hello again. It is Chili Bowl time. Yes, indeed. We're glad you joined us kicking off the 2019 racing season on Motor Racing Network, and we are going to the Chili Bowl. So excited about it. It is a bucket list item, and I'm going to check it off, that's for sure. Steve Post here alongside Tyler Burnett, the co-host of Rip the Fence. We've got Christopher Bell joining us as well, and uh, we're really excited about it. We've got great broadcasts coming up next week from the Chili Bowl. We'll give you all the details on that. We're going to talk to Christopher. We're going to talk to Dylan Welch, co-host of Rip the Fence. And we're going to talk to the owner and founder of the Chili Bowl, Emmett Hahn, in a little bit as well. Tyler, I want to start with you. Rip the Fence, of course, a great podcast covering traditional sprint car, traditional sprint car and midget racing, wing nation covering the wing stuff. Uh, it's been fun what you guys have put together, and it's really fun to get together, go out here and uh, celebrate it all in Tulsa next week. It's going to be great. Thanks to Sage Fruit for doing this, uh, to going out to the Chili Bowl. This is actually my first time going to the Chili Bowl it's as really? well. Okay, yeah. And I, and I was telling Bell that this is the first time I was going, and, and he's like, are you serious? Have you never been yeah. before? I mean, because Bell... This is a place you just have to go to, right? I mean, the Chili Bowl is just number one. Yeah, Christopher, you got you, you got to be there, right? Well, for me, anyway, you well, yeah, yeah, you're a home stater, yeah. <laughs> so you know, obviously, growing up in Oklahoma, the Chili Bowl has been something that's been a part of my racing heritage for a long time, yeah. and uh, I can't remember the the last year that I didn't go. It was probably beyond my memory. Right? Yeah, that is cool. I'm I am jacked up. We've been doing, uh, you know, of course, of course, got into the NASCAR. Then we did Wing Nation, and so the Knoxville Nationals was the top of my bucket list for for going to races. How long have you been going there? Six years. So that's two, it. Uh, six or seven years is yeah, all. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Okay. yeah, I was a dirt modified guy, Northeast gotcha. dirt modified. So I wasn't a sprint car guy. So I was a dirt modified guy. So I got into sprint cars, and so, but when, but six years ago when Knoxville came off the list, Chili Bowl moved to the top of the list, and I've been sitting here for six freaking years trying to make it happen, and finally we did, and 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 finally we do it. So, so you're an Oklahoma native. It's been the race for you along the way. 2017, you won it for the first time. Of course, you're the reigning champ as well. What did that mean to you? And even looking back two years on it now, what did what did that mean to 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 become the first guy from Oklahoma to win that one? Yeah, the the 2017 Chili Bowl will probably be my P1 for a very long time, yeah. if not the rest of my career. And the thing that made 2017 so special is that you could kind of feel it building up from 14, 15, 16. Mm-hmm. I think I started on the front row, I think, at least two or three times before I won the race. And I've won prelim nights before I won the race. And I feel like the crowd is really into it because an Oklahoma guy hadn't won it since Andy Hillenberg in 1994, I think. Oh, so 
Uh, and obviously, there's a bunch of Oklahoma people in the crowd there. Sure. So uh, you could feel the anticipation building up of year after year, me coming close and, and not winning it. And then mm-hmm. finally, when I won it, it was you know very, very special for myself. And uh, it was really cool to see how how the fans reacted, how live that place got. And I got to witness Rico winning it. And Rico, that was probably the biggest eruption <laughs> yeah. I've seen out of a, a building in a in a crowd. It was really cool to see that. So, um, you know, there's the Chili Bowl is just littered with history and moments, and mm. and and moments is probably the best way to describe it. Like the entire building chanting Rico whenever he got done <laughs> with his donuts, and uh, you know, it's it's just a really cool atmosphere. He's a home favorite out there. Don't let him fool you, <laughs> the <laughs> Oklahoma guy. To tell you how important it is to win the the Chili Bowl, Christopher Bell, um, his first Chili Bowl ride is where? Your midget is where now? Yeah, the, my first Chili Bowl win is sitting in my dining room right now. So. <laughs> the car, the entire yeah, car. Um, yeah, because you had one of our buddies, Ross Weiss, help you get it in there. Yeah, and he That's did right. all the video on That's it. Okay, right. so um, okay, so getting a little off track, okay, now you got engaged over this off season. Um, I guess the good news is she's 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 a racer. She's a Kemenaw. She's from Ohio. So does does the car stay in the in the dining room? Does it, or is, it, is, 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 is there some negotiation we've got to do here? Yeah. So my girlfriend at the time, fiance now, she was actually kind of hands on in there helping us oh, take deal. tires and wheels off and, and move everything inside the house. So. Uh, she was just ex- as excited about it as I was. Well, I'm glad to hear that. Okay, we yeah. wouldn't want that. We wouldn't. We wouldn't want to have to see the video of that car coming out of the house. That's, that's for right. sure. I don't that's think it's going to come out until you guys move. Probably. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so we've been watching the past couple of weeks. You and Larson oh go God. at it at New Zealand uh, in the West. You know, Western Springs. You won the Big Fifty Lapper. You got a couple others. You got upside down one race, then drove back through the field. What's it like racing out there with him? And your guys' rivalry is going to be probably the biggest talking point going into the Chili Bowl. That's probably on our number one radar. Uh, it's you and Larson right now in the midgets. Don't you think that's the way it is? Uh, I mean, there's a lot of talented race car drivers out there. But, um, you know, Kyle is probably the most talented guy that we've seen um, in a long time, to say the least. So uh, he's going to be really tough to beat. The Chili Bowl is really high on his bucket list to check that one off, too. So, um you know, he's going to win it one of these years. It's uh, <laughs> going to be my number one priority to make sure it's not this year. <laughs> I, I think it's great, and, and I like we, – we've been following you the last couple of weeks, and really over the last couple of years, you two kind of going after each other the last couple of weeks in New Zealand. But I think one of the things that's really uh, is going to be fun for me is there are so many other great racers. This is this – is, while, while we can talk about Christopher and Kyle – uh, the bottom line is, is you got to navigate a couple hundred other guys before right, you even worry right. about Kyle. And I think that's the beauty of this thing is that you you might be running, you, you don't know who you're going to be racing with. It could be a, a, a traditional midget guy, a sprint car guy, a NASCAR guy. Isn't that kind of the beauty of what the Chili Bowl is? It's almost like the International Race of Champions, if you will. It really is. And and looking back over the years of the Chili Bowl, there's always kind of a, a couple surprise guys. Yeah. and. Uh, you know, that's that's what makes it so great and, and why there's 300-plus entries is because there's a lot of guys out there that know that, um, you know, they have a shot at it. So whether it was the Travis Berryhill winning a prelim night a couple years ago or, uh, you know, we saw Alex Bright and Joey Saldana have a photo finish there. Yeah. I'm sure, man, time goes by, but that was a couple years ago too. So yeah. um, there's always a couple guys that sneak into the show on Saturday that, uh, you know, you, you don't really – you can't look at the Chili Bowl pool and pick them out. But, um, you know, there, there'll be a couple guys that, that get in there in the show, in the show and, and do a really good job. And um, there's a lot of favorites, so it's hard to pick out one guy, like you yeah. said. 
Yeah, of course I said you and Larson being the number one guys, kind of tongue-in-cheek, because midget racing right now is ridiculous. I mean, we had a tweet the other day on a Rip Defense account saying midget racing is the best there is right now in all of motorsports. And just go back to some of the races at Western Springs to see why it is. And you'll see it, you know, coming up at the Chili Bowl uh, here, you know, next week. So, but the state of midget racing, you know, you got Petries, you know, you got the Clawsons, you got Keith Coons, you got so many big teams right now that are really competing. Do you think midget racing is better right now than it's ever been? Well, I think you have a couple key organizations that are fueling a bunch of race cars. So, uh, and I guess midget racing's been like that for a little bit with Nine Racing and, um, you know, Wilkie Pack, and, and there's been a bunch of different teams. But now we're seeing guys like Keith Coons Motorsports and Clawson. Um, I think they're both bringing upwards of 10 cars to the Chili Bowl this year. So uh, just in, in those two organizations, there's 20 grade-A caliber rides. Uh, so there's there's a ton of, of great equipment out there, and, and we have great race car drivers to fill those cars. So... Um, I think we're, we're in a really good spot, and the thing that's unique about midget racing is, is the cars are so small. They have a lot of horsepower for what they are, but the drivers are still in control. Whenever, you know, I'll be the first to admit, whenever I go sprint car racing, the sprint car drives me. I'm, I'm not in full control at all times just because there's so much race car there, where the midgets, they still have a lot of power, but yet you can drive the race cars, and um, so the, the racing is just phenomenal. I love midget racing. I agree. We, how do you... Do you do you when when you race with people every week like you do in NASCAR and, and, and really like you do some you get in this time of the year but with this thing being such a wild card thing do you do you pay attention to guys tendencies to the way they race or is it more just reacting to what they do in that moment yeah definitely it, it's that is something that you get accustomed to whenever you race a series or you race certain yeah. guys uh, you know that um, if I line up behind Kyle Larson on a restart, the top's not going to be open, right? right? <laughs> yeah, so yeah. Uh, you have those tendencies, and, and those kind of go out the window at Chili Bowl because you line up in your heat race, and, and you, might not, you might not know but one or two guys in your heat race. Yeah. So um, a lot of it is off of instinct and reaction, and um, it's, it's tough to find those tendencies in guys. That's crazy. That is crazy. It is going to be a ball. We're going to be out there doing shows uh, Thursday, the 17th, 3 o'clock Tulsa time, uh, 4 o'clock Eastern time. Friday, same time, 3 and 4 o'clock Eastern time. And Saturday, 5 Tulsa time, 6 p.m. We're going to be right on the Mav stage. The party in the pit is what it's going to be. Hmm. It'll be presented by Sage Fruit. We need to step away because our co-host on the shows, who's not our co-host today, I know it makes no sense at all, Dylan Welch, he'll join us on the phone lines coming up next. You're never going to become a nine-time champion eating like that. Try snacking on something healthy, like an apple. This season, we're partnering with the Sage Fruit Company, grower, packer, and shipper of Washington apples, pears, and cherries. For the past three generations, they've been supplying the world with fresh produce. Like Tony Stewart Racing, they have a long-standing commitment to tradition, legacy, and excellence. Did you know apples are low in calories but high in fiber? I did know that. I guess you could say the original fast food. It's a winning combination. This is the Sage Fruit Chili Bowl Nationals Preview Show by Wayne Nation and Rip Defense. Here are Steve Post, Tyler Burnett, and Christopher Bell. Welcome back. We're having a ball. I am I'm geeked up about this. I was excited about it when we announced it. And I'm talking to Christopher here. This has just got me so fired up. Can't wait to get out to the Chili Bowl next week and uh, see what happens because uh, the place is just going to be hopping. A uh, uh, guy joining us on the phone line now. He is the co-host of Rip Defense. He co-hosts the Rip Defense with Tyler. And uh, but he's a regular competitor out at the Chili Bowl. Our very own Dylan Welch joins us. Hey, Dylan, welcome into your show. I think. 
Yeah. <laughs> hey guys, how are you? Uh, good. Where are you at? What are you doing? Uh, I'm actually working on my chili bowl pool right now. Oh boy, <laughs> we got that. I got it in front of me. To, uh, yeah, yeah. You're trying you're... to get all those uh, those back groups dialed in here. Your co-host is working on it as well, Dylan. I'm going to kind of start with you. Uh, the chili bowl, as you know, Tyler has never been there. Of course, he's a he's an open cockpit, open wheel guy along the way. I'm a dirt modified guy, transferred to wing sprint cars. But um, what what do us rookies need to look for at the chili bowl? Man, I, I don't know if there's one thing that you can just say that you kind of have to keep your eye on. I mean, it's it's just so much fun. I mean, and, and, and Steve, you know, you've been to Knoxville, so you kind of understand what an event like that is all about. And the Chili Bowl is the same way. You know, it's I mean, it's the best racing you're going to see for, you know, a, a seven-day stretch or a six-day stretch. And, um, you know, every night is, is exciting and fun, and the place is just so full of energy. And it's unlike any other race in the world, in my opinion. You know, I've, I've been fortunate to get to go to some cool races, and there's nothing like the Chili Bowl. And, um, you know, that goes from being a fan and, and being a competitor as well. I mean, there's there's nothing that gets me more excited and more amped up than, uh, you know, than this time of year when we're getting ready to, to go out there for, for a week and uh, can't wait to get things started uh, next Monday. Dil- or Dylan loves uh, Tulsa time so much that he decided he was going to go out there twice uh, this year. Yeah. He went to the Tulsa shootout. How was that, Dylan? It was good. Uh, I'm sure Bell can uh, can elaborate more. It's a long week out there, and I'm still uh, still trying to recover. I'm, I got the, the Tulsa flu, so hopefully Uh-oh. I'll <laughs> have, that, uh, have that behind me by the time we get there next week. But, uh, yeah, a lot of fun out there. Went, uh, went out and helped a, a buddy of mine who I've known for a long time. Um, he and another kid that he was racing with uh, went out there and raced. So uh, that was fun to go out there and help them. And I'd never been to the shootout before, so it was a new experience for me. But uh, had a lot of fun out there. So it just kind of got me even more, uh, even more excited to get out there and get to race myself. Who who was that that you're helping out there? Uh, buddy, my name Chris Wilner, and then Jesse Holt is uh, is was his teammate. So um, so they ran okay. I think made the made the B mains in both cars. So. I had a pretty decent week out there. If they had better crew help, they probably would have done a little bit better, I'm guessing. <laughs> right. you know? Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Yep. So what night What night are your, is your prelim night? I'm going to run Tuesday, which is usually uh, usually kind of the night I like to run. Yeah, no, I know. We talked about it, and, and I think that's a really good move because uh, your, your, your cloud of a co-host over here, he was talking about how he got you as the crew chief into the BC-39, and you initially were scheduled on Wednesday. How does that work when you, when you request a change like that? Well, you know, for us, we have three cars there, so we just basically just swapped our cars around okay. yeah. uh, to different nights. So, you know, that makes it a little easier than if you, you have to, to jump actual nights, and um, you know, because it doesn't really change the total or anything. But, uh, yeah, I'll feel a lot more comfortable with Tyler uh, being in Charlotte than I would with him being able to critique me from the grandstands because I'm sure he'll have plenty of those uh, to hand out if he was there. Oh, yeah. That's there's no we, doubt about that. We arrive out there on Wednesday, so yeah. we're doing Wednesday through Saturday. Yeah, yeah. So. And, and Lonnie Wheatley's Chili Bowl poll is out. It came out at 4 a.m. last night. I got a text from Dylan this morning when he woke up at 10 a.m. that it was out. When Why do you I have had been to... up at five already, but um, wow, he, he, he got a good draw though. I mean, honestly, if you're looking at some of these days, so Dylan's in Group Three on Tuesday night. Um, I think he might be able to lock himself in. What do you think, C. Bell? I mean, you got Larson, Dom, and Courtney in Group One, and then after that, you have Roa, Beeson, Haverteep. Taylor Colwell, of course, who's the the rookie for Keith Coons that won the Give Back Classic. But some of these nights look really entertaining. But I think Larson's night might be the easiest. 
Yeah, so what's unique about this, and for anybody that doesn't know, the Chili Bowl pool is kind of like you know fantasy football or whatever. So they group the race car drivers, and you have to pick one of the race car drivers in that group to outrun everybody else. Oh. So I'm going to read off Dylan Welch's group, who his full-time job is a <laughs> announcer, MRN, pit reporter, right? So you got the pit yeah. reporter, Dylan Welch. <laughs> and in that same group is NASCAR Cup star Alex Bowman. You got Sprint Car stars Derek Hagar, Tony Bruce Jr., West Coast Midget Champion Michael Faceno. Um, you know, it's it's crazy to me that you have a so an are you, announcer. You're trying to say that Dylan Welch has a ton of talent. Is what I mean, saying. I'm saying he's very pickable against the NASCAR Cup star Alex Bowman. Okay, against <laughs> Bowman. Now I don't know about Facento. I, I watched Facento race. That kid can wheel a car, and I know Hagar and and Tony Bruce can wheel cars. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I mean, yeah, you, but you specified him and him versus Bowman might be a good battle. That's it's just hilarious to me that an, a NASCAR Cup star and a guy who's sitting, who's who's doing the pit reporting behind the I pit wall, pit reporting on Alex Bowman, they're in the same group and competing take, against each Dylan, other. Dylan, you should take a picture of this to save it for save it for posterity. When Bowman goes out and makes something of himself, you can say at one time I was in the same group with him. I've uh, I've told this story before, but. The year that I made the A main out there on Saturday, I didn't pick myself in the pool, <laughs> and it cost it cost me winning the pool. Well, like I, oh. I finished fourth, and if I picked myself, I did the math, I would have won the pool. What year was so, that? What year yeah, was what that? year? Uh, we could tell you exactly how much you would have won. 2016. 2016 is when Chase Briscoe won. He won $2,530. That would have been yeah, more money I mean, than Dylan won in the event. Oh, my God. You, so you, I could have used that. You didn't <laughs> You didn't pick. So, so if, if yeah. you would have picked yourself in the pool, you would have won the pool. Yes. Lesson learned. So we should just mark it down yep. now. Pick Dylan. Or That's right. Well, we'll see. Absolutely. Dylan, you talk about you're a three-car team. Who's your teammates and how, 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 who are you driving for? What's that deal? Yeah, uh, I'm driving for Scott and Cammie Ronk, who I've driven for for the last uh, four or five years now. And, um, Parker Price Miller normally races for us. You know, it's, it's his team. And, uh, he's actually going to be in Australia this winter racing sprint cars, so he's not running. So uh, Tom Harris is going to drive Parker's car, who uh, you know is, is from the United Kingdom and uh, made the show last year and driving Bob East's car. And uh, pretty cool story, you know. He he didn't have really any didn't have any open wheel car experience in the last few years. Has just kind of come over here and and run uh, off and on like with USAC and the midget sprint car ranks, and has made some some wing starts, I think. Uh, and put the thing in the show last year. So uh, he should be pretty good, you know, this year driving for us. And then uh, Brandon Long is, is in our, our third car who uh, works for Scott, you know, during the week uh, up here in, in Indiana at, uh, at Scott's business and uh, is from Texas. He races 305 wing sprint cars and uh, doesn't have any midget experience. So uh, he's going to run the Chili Bowl and, uh, and just kind of try and get his feet wet in the midget by uh, throwing him to the wolves. So, uh, should have a pretty good group assembled, and um, you know, looking forward to to getting everything started. So, if you think if you think about this, I don't want to uh, toot my co-host's horn here because that's never that's not my part of my mantra. Well, there's no risk uh, of that with you. But uh, D. Welch turns about, I would say, 50 laps a year. I would say it, it's probably an estimation. I mean, for the BC 39, they cut off the qualifiers, so they only turned a heat race. So he turned 10 laps in that, three hot laps, and then. He broke on lap two of the BC 39. So, what was that? 12 laps? I can't do the math. 15 laps, somewhere in there. And then he runs DuCoin. And you, of course, led most of that race. Team has won the race. You, you ended up breaking that race. But he didn't run, run very many laps in that race either. 
Now he's going to go to the Chili Bowl and try to make the biggest midget race of the year. And is like, a how real, challenging is that? He's a real threat to make the show too. That's crazy. It is pretty crazy. You're saying he has some skills. No, I wouldn't go that far. But <laughs> I mean, maybe he should be. Maybe he should give up this uh, pit reporting gig and try and become a full time racer. Oh, there we go, Dylan. That's a pretty good endorsement. And didn't Keith Coon say something about you similarly? And uh, the tweeted you out. Yeah, he and tweeted you out. Keith did give me some pretty high praise, and uh, you know, it's like I've thought about it, and honestly, like I take a lot of pride now in being somebody that races like three times a year, and still am someone that I think people think is you know somewhat legitimate. So I, there's some pride in that for me that you know that I can I can still feel like I can get it done racing as little as I do. So. Um, well, Unless Keith comes to the door and, and says that, hey, I've got a full-time ride for you, I'll probably do <laughs> job. Announcing and, and, is gone. Yes, and uh, Dylan, somewhat legitimate, kind of describes everyone here at Motor Racing Network. So somewhat legitimate, you fit right in with us here. Uh, hey, man, we're looking forward to getting out there. We wish you the best. We'll be watching on Racing Boys on Tuesday night. Uh, we hit town on Wednesday, Tyler and I do. Can't wait to see what you're doing. Can't wait to do the shows with you out there next week. Uh, thanks for the time here today, and get back to work at that car. Yeah, thanks, guys. I'm I'm excited to have you both out there. And uh, Christopher, go easy on us out there, bud. I'm going to try not to. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Absolutely. We need to step away when we come back. The founder, the owner, the main guru of the uh, Chili Bowl, Emmett Hahn, he joins us next. You're never going to become a nine-time champion eating like that. Try snacking on something healthy, like an apple. This season, we're partnering with the Sage Fruit Company, grower, packer, and shipper of Washington apples, pears, and cherries. For the past three generations, they've been supplying the world with fresh produce. Like Tony Stewart Racing, they have a long-standing commitment to tradition, legacy, and excellence. Did you know apples are low in calories but high in fiber? I did know that. I guess you could say they're the original fast food. It's a winning combination. This is the Sage Fruit Chili Bowl Nationals Preview Show by Winged Nation and Rip the Fence. Here are Steve Post, Tyler Burnett, and Christopher Bell. We are having a ball. We're all fired up talking about next week's 33rd annual Lucas Oil Chili Bowl presented by General Tire. It's at the River Spirit Expo Center in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Action starts on Monday night, Monday through Friday, the prelim nights. Saturday, it starts in the morning, it goes all day, and that 55-lap feature at the end of the night will crown somebody with the Golden Driller. Joining us on the hotline right now, he is the founder, the owner of the Chili Bowl. Emmett Hahn joins us on the line. Hello, Emmett. Welcome into our preview show of next week's race. Hey, I appreciate you guys having us on. Uh, Emmett, I want to go right back to the beginning and, and some of the early days of this thing. You and your buddy fired this thing off and tried to do it. Did you ever think at the beginning that it would ever grow into something like this? Not not in my wildest dream. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we had 35 cars, which is kind of a norm for a, any type of race back in the day. And, uh, gosh, I remember when it got up to 165 cars, and I thought, oh, my God, there's not that many cars in the country. And now then we're up there 350-plus. You know, it's just unbelievable. Yeah, it's crazy, and we have the defending champion of uh, the the race in the building today. He's also on the show with us, and of course, he's probably the biggest proponent of this race because it's in his backyard in Oklahoma. How cool is it being, you know, seeing Christopher Bell, Kyle Larson, all these guys battle it out all year long, and then come to the biggest race of the year and and do it right in your guys' backyard? Well, that's what makes the Chili Bowl. I mean, we've got uh, and Christopher Bell, he knows. Uh, 
Well, he's not that old, but back <laughs> when we started this thing, we probably had a half a dozen cars that was capable of winning. And uh, now then, there's probably, a with the right driver in them, there's probably 150 cars here that's capable of winning if they had the right driver in it. But uh, I just got off a TV show here this morning, and I was just talking about Christopher Bell. I said, besides him being a outstanding race car driver, I said, he is a good person. He's a good kid. He represents uh, NASCAR or Chili Bowl and the state of Oklahoma very, very well. Well, thank you, Emmett. That means a lot to me to hear that from you. Uh, <laughs> so I got a question for you. You know, as yeah. we see more and more of these indoor events growing and, and getting to be a little bit more popular, the one thing that makes the Chili Bowl so unique is the racing surface. You guys have been going on for, this is the 33rd year, right? And yes. year after year, the racetrack is the exact same, the berm's in the exact spot, and the, the, the surface is near perfect every single night. And to me, that's what makes the Chili Bowl so unique, is that the track just provides such, such excellent racing. So how do you guys duplicate that year after year? Well, gravel gravel is the one that's been doing a racetrack for the last seven or eight years, and then uh, the last four or five years, Tony comes in and 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 he and gravel works together, and they both kind of think alike on it, because you're kind of watching both ends of the racetrack to see if you need to speed up the top or the bottom. But it was ironic because Saturday night at the shootout, and we had our 55 lap feature that you won last year. Uh, <laughs> The gravel came over and told me, he said, Emmett, it's going to be one groove on the bottom the first 20 laps. Then he said they're going to move to the top for six or seven, eight laps. And then after that, they're going to be all over the racetrack. And that's exactly what happened. And so when you get people that uh, work on the track that much and knows what they need to do to make it come out this way, uh, that that's an art in itself. Boy, that is amazing. That really is. And uh, it's just fascinating to hear the, uh, the the expertise they have in that. Emmett, I want to go back a little bit again. Uh, we, we talked about the, the the first race on it. Was was there ever a time, year one, year two, year three, where you thought, or, or maybe even year four or five, where you thought, okay, this thing has ran its course? Was there, a, was, was, I mean, were there lean years in the early days of this thing and, and, and the, 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 the will to keep it going, had to keep it going? What were those like? Lean years? Yeah, <laughs> the first year, the first year we lost twenty thousand dollars. I told Lanny, I said, Lanny, you have World of Outlaw shows. I said, I don't have them. I don't know if I can afford this or not. Yeah. <laughs> and and so the next year, uh, I don't even, I don't know that we lost any money. We probably didn't make any money. And then it finally got where it was making a little bit of money. And the the funny thing that I, that I tell everybody that's so funny. The first year, our rent was eighteen thousand seven hundred and fifty dollars, yeah. and we lost twenty thousand hmm. dollars. Last year, the rent was two hundred and fifty-three thousand, and we made a little bit of money. Yeah. So uh, wow. everything's relevant. <laughs> that really that really shows how much it's grown. And it's amazing. And this year, you guys are moving to five prelim nights, which is huge. We'll talk about the decision going into that. Just knowing, you know, you can have a week full of racing. We can all enjoy it, right? Yeah, and, and last year I got with Gravel and them, and I said, I said, look at our practice on Monday and see if we would have time to turn the racetrack around if we just went through practice one time because 
normally practice here at the Chili Bowl, you're just going out there to see if you have an oil leak, water leak, you know, if you've got any kind of issues with a car. Uh, and why I was talking about going to another qualifying night is the fact that uh, we was getting 85 and 90 cars, and it was getting to be 15 to 11, 11 o'clock when we would get through racing. And the people that come down here to watch this, they're wanting to watch some good open-wheel racing, and then they want to go out and get a bite to eat or go party or whatever, and we was getting through so late that we was taking that away from them. And plus, we'll eliminate about four or five races a night now with less cars, so the racetrack should be better. So I think uh, going to this other preliminary night is just a win-win for everybody. And that makes sense with the numbers. And honestly, that's one of the most unique things about the Chili Bowl is that you guys don't turn anyone away. I mean, you, you have invitational races, and they're, they're fine. I'm not knocking them. But you literally, I mean, we saw Ross Weiss. We, we already talked about Ross Weiss, our buddy, go there, and he lived out a Chili Bowl dream. You can do that, and you can bring any kind of midget and race in the Chili Bowl. That's why it's unique, right, Emmett? Yes, yes. And yeah. it's uh, with redneck talk, when you, when you say we don't turn anybody away, that's kind of like this old Redneck here is kind of like a lady of the evening. I'm chasing that dollar. (laughs) (laughs) Lady of the evening. There we go. (laughs) Nothing wrong with that. And chasing the dollar and chasing the cars around in circles. Evan, I know you're busy. I know you're uh, wide open getting ready for next week's activities. We appreciate you taking a little bit of time here along the way and sharing the excitement of the Chili Bowl. We appreciate that uh, we're going to get a chance to come out there with uh, Wing Nation and rip the fence and do some pre-race shows along the way Thursday and Friday and Saturday. And can't wait to see it all. We've heard about it. Uh, Tyler and I have heard about it all of our lives, and we get to witness it next week. So appreciate the time, and I can't wait to see you next week there in Tulsa. I appreciate you coming out, and I'll tell you what, we've got some NASCAR officials coming up. we got the competition director from Formula One coming, so we got some new people coming to see what's going on. Boy, keeping an eye out, that's for sure. Thanks for the time, Emmett. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Thank you, guys. How about that? Imagine that, guys. Imagine you go into a business venture, and, and, and we're 33 years ago, so we're in 1987. Right. You go into a business venture, Christopher, and your first year you take it on the chin I mean, $20,000 now, you take one on the chip for $20,000, now you're gonna st- it's going to be staggering. And but what I, makes you want to do that again? Exactly. <laughs> That's my question. Why? I mean, and yet, 32 years later, I'm glad he did. Right, yeah. right. I mean, that's unreal that this thing started along the way. I it's mean, just crazy to go back over the years and see how each year keeps growing. You know, at some point, you're like, okay, that, that's it, right? Like, it's maxed out. You can't have any more cars. You can't have any more people. You can't have any more hype. Yeah. And then year after year, it beats it. It's just crazy to me. Really and one is. of the things it's done to midget racing, and it's been kind of unique, is that for a past couple couple years, you know, for three years before this, we've seen 300 cars at the midgets, but we've only seen 20 to 25 show up at a USAC National Midget Race or, yeah. you know, 30 show yeah. up at a Power Eye Race. It's different now. The BC39 had 80-some cars, 90-some cars. We didn't even know 90-some cars existed that could race outdoor. Right. You know, so it's like we knew there was 300 indoor midgets, but now I think the Chili Bowl has really just grown the midget racing into what it is. I think that's what is amazing, and a lot of times we talk about it when we talk about wing sprint cars, and there's a couple of things that I think makes wing sprint car racing work along the way. I think the World of Outlaws hitting every part of the country, Pennsylvania, Ohio, the Midwest, California. I think the World of Outlaws being an umbrella organization helps. But I think having that week in August in Knoxville where everyone comes together and folks from Pennsylvania are hanging with people from California who are hanging people from Jackson, Minnesota, 
and everyone comes together. And to me, Christopher, you know, you see, you, you see these midget cars from California. You see these midget cars. Is the Chili Bowl really sounds like it's the same thing where it's the one week everyone comes together and puts them all on the same track? Yeah, it's crazy. The, the Chili Bowl's in January. Knoxville's in August. But they, they both are, are so similar. Yeah. And I actually took my fiance to her first Chili Bowl a couple years ago, and I think she was surprised how much the Chili Bowl reminded her of Knoxville because it's, you know, that, that same deal, that same gathering of people that you only see once a year, mm-hmm. or twice a year if you want to count Knoxville too. But, uh, yeah, it definitely, you know, the Chili Bowl and Knoxville are very similar in that aspect. That is so exciting. That yeah, really is. no doubt. And, of course, another golden driller, I'm sure, wouldn't look bad in the living room. I don't think your your fiance would agree with that. <laughs> oh, I think she wants it probably worse than me. <laughs> oh, there we go. Well, we certainly wish you best. Your prelim is Thursday night, right? That's right. Thursday. Um, is there is there a is there a um, is it because you've always done it that way? Is there a reason? Is there a mindset? Is it, what what's, what goes beyond that? Yeah. So the reason why I'm Thursday is uh, whenever I jumped in at Keith Coons Motorsports. Um, an organization like that where they field cars yeah. every night, they uh, have a little bit more. Uh, you know, they can assign drivers each night or let the drivers pick. So um, whenever I pick Thursday, we practice Monday. And I don't remember if I was in the Race of Champions the first year. But anyway, I practice Monday. I race Champions Tuesday, get to enjoy the racing, watch Wednesday. And then my prelims Thursday, watch Friday, race Saturday. My nice schedule, just easy, get, yeah, get right. into it, move forward along the way. I was about to watch it with you on Wednesday then when we get there. That I'll be good. there. I'll be up in the grandstands. That sounds good. Right. Looking forward to it. Looking forward. Christopher, we appreciate the time. Thanks for coming in and sharing your passion for it, and we wish you the best to get that third driller this week. I'm going to do my best. Thank you for having me. There we go. That is Christopher Bell, two-time and reigning champion of the Chili Bowl. Again, a reminder, we're going to be out there Thursday, 3 o'clock Tulsa time, 4 o'clock Eastern time, Friday at 3 and 4 Eastern Time, and Saturday, 5 o'clock Tulsa Time, 6 o'clock Eastern Time. We'll be out there with one-hour shows, all the cars and all the stars. It's the Sage Fruit Chili Bowl Pit Party coming up this next week. This has been the Sage Fruit Chili Bowl Nationals Preview Show by Winged Nation and Rip the Fence. For more Dirt Talk, check out Wing Nation and Rip the Fence on your favorite podcast platform. The Sage Fruit Chili Bowl Nationals Preview Show by Winged Nation and Rip the Fence is a production of the Motor Racing Network. All rights reserved. Buying a house can feel like you're going 200 miles per hour in bumper-to-bumper traffic with a dirty windshield and the sun in your eyes. Ruoff Mortgage has the technology, expert staff, and resources to simplify the process while speeding up the time it takes to get clear to close. So while getting a loan can seem intimidating, Ruoff Mortgage will have you opening the door to your new home fast and stress-free. Visit Ruoff.com to learn more. That's Ruoff.com.